Tim Deegan. What's up, what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of I Am Negan, a TWD Universe podcast. I'm your host, Adam Vale, joined by Richard Bailey Jr. What's up, listeners and viewers? Yeah, what's up, what's up, people? And uh, we are here for Fear the Walking Dead Season 6, Episode 13, J.D. Um... Wow. Well, right off the bat, real quick, before, just a quick shout out to just some housekeeping. Thanks again, everybody, for following us on Spotify and on iTunes and just watching the show over on YouTube or over at our site, our main site, The Coalition. That's with a K, thecoalition.com. That is where myself and Richard are from. Uh, so, yeah, thanks. Thanks for all the support. It's it's always great. It's it's Walking Dead. Support Walking Dead. We all love Walking Dead. So here we are. And this is Fear. And it's a great spinoff. There's a lot of spinoffs out there that are, are just trash. We all know that. But Fear is not one of them. Uh, World Beyond mm-hmm. is, but no, Fear is not one of it. That's, fear is awesome. Love Fear. So thanks again, everybody, for the support. It's just fun. right? We're, we're all loving this. All right. So, uh, oh, yeah, another little housekeeping because I get some comments after this. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, what the hell? This is spoilers, all right? We're going to get into some spoilers in this episode. So if you didn't watch it, go watch it. A lot of people ask, where can I watch it early? AMC Plus, or if you want to call it AMC Plus, go on to their website, <laughs> sign up. There you go. They post it a few days early. That's how you can get to watch it. Sometimes they send us uh, uh, copies early for screening. Yeah, yeah but it, the best way for everyone to be on the same page is just to go through AMC Plus. It's there. Get to watch a few days early. So whether you want to pause and come back uh, on Sunday night or, you know, you don't care and you want to go into it or you're trying to catch up, that's another thing. Talk to a few people way behind. Fell off on this series who knows how long ago. I was like, you know what? Go ahead. Tune in to the podcast. Every episode is labeled by the episode. So if there's a certain episode that you fell off and you're like, I don't feel like watching it. I'd rather hear about it. Just get it over the way. And maybe I'm driving or whatever. Go ahead. You can just see it in the list. All right. So three, two, one. You've been warned. That's it. All right. So <laughs> here we go. Now, my there's two stories that are going on in this episode. We have the June story. Right, and what she's going to encounter with the people in her life, and then we have the Dwight and Sherry story, mm-hmm. and uh, it was interesting with that because and not to jump too far. Well, let's all wait till the end. But right at the end of this episode, on what we both talked about that we love that they do on AMC uh, on their on their uh, their website there with the streams is at the end you'll have one of the the producers of the writers hill just go over some of the highlights of the episode mm-hmm. so i watched it i don't know if you noticed he said nothing about dwight or sherry it was yep. it was all about the june story it was like not even bringing up because there was a it's a big deal what what just happened here because this is something i had brought up in the last episode when we talked about i was like where are they going with this what's the point of dwight doing this whole journey across the u.s to try to find these cookie trails cookie crumb trails for his sherry and then just for her to say no i'm staying with the mannequin crew i don't want to be with you i'm i'm a freedom fighter now and so i was like this this is not what we want this makes no sense 
This is sad. This is the guy's already had a hard life. Look, his face is all burnt up because of Negan. He's had all kinds of shit happen to him. Come on now, he just wants his wife back. But yeah. uh, we'll we'll get to the outcome of that. So let's, let's start this off. All right. So we start off where she is. Uh, June shows up to. We're gonna call it the wall. Because they still haven't officially named it, but then we saw in the last episode the the daughter, Grace's daughter, during one of those weird that concussion flashback things. She called it the wall, so we're going to call it the wall. She finally shows up, Morgan there with the sourpuss face. I don't get this. Why are you going to be pissed at her? She said she was going to be three to four hours out, right? She said it. Yeah, it wasn't like she was around. She didn't say, "Oh, I'm busy. I'll get there when I can." She said it's gonna take time, but still, he's all bitter about it. He's like, "Oh, maybe if you were here, not off doing whatever you were doing, then we wouldn't have this issue, and that baby would have survived." I was like, "Well, yeah, maybe, but maybe not, because there was still a car that exploded in front of Grace. It's a miracle that she's even alive, right? Mm -hmm. Because a car explodes, everyone's dead." I mean, where were you, Morgan? Morgan, where was Morgan when that car exploded? We don't know, right? That that happened off camera, so whatever, <laughs> yeah. right? So yeah. sour puss face, the whole thing, and, and just basically sent her on her way. We don't want you here. Go. So I'm just like, all right, fine, whatever. So she starts heading back, and she's near a pickup truck, and she's checking for was it some supplies or something like that? It was like gas and. It was just some random checking of some items. And we see Dwight show up. And she's like, what are you doing? She takes out the gun. And he's like, oh, no, no. I just wanted to see what was going on. I heard what was happening with Morgan. You know, it's a tough spot. He's trying to smooth things over. And then um, she was like, you're expecting any visitors? Like, why? And we see a horse off in the distance. And it's Sherry. Just strolling around. Again, I wish there was a map. Everyone seems to be so close. But then, again, June can't be that close. Because she said she was three or four hours out. But yet, we got Sherry's crew. Has to be close. She's on horse. She's just coming over. Trying to pick up some stuff. Said, don't mind me. Keep talking. I'm going to just look to see if I can get some supplies here as well. Uh, that, uh, whatever. It, 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 it still bothers me. That just bothers me. It's just my little Nick thing. So anyway, they're talking. They're doing their whole thing. And then poof. We got a, a gunshot. And so they're like, all right, take cover. Because they were talking about that they saw a car that still had the end as the beginning. There was another one. Right? So mm-hmm. clearly that crew is getting closer and they all know it, these guys are getting closer. So they're like, we got to do something. But here it is. One of them must be still lingering around. He takes a shot at them. They take cover. Sherry takes out a pistol. She starts bucking shots like she has a whole bunch of rounds with her. Like, where, where are you getting bullets? You don't have Eugene. You have nobody making bullets. Where are you getting these bullets? <laughs> you know what I mean? These are the things I think about. I think about that. I think about the last time these people showered. You never hear people talking about that. Everybody looks clean. I don't see anybody brushing their teeth, but everybody got clean teeth. I want grittiness. That's what I want. I want that grit. That's the one thing <laughs> this show is missing. Dirty yeah. grittiness. You know, but whatever. She's taking shots. June is like, hey, hold off on the shots. I want to get answers. I'm like, really? You're going to go up? Because the way it's it's laid out, it's the shooter has the high ground. So he's shooting down at them. They're hiding behind uh, the pickup truck that's there. June grabs the... The, the rear mirror she's taking a look he's a dead eye he shoots right on it right out of her hand she seems to be okay with it she's like oh, i'll just keep taking shots i mean if something exploded in my hand like that i'll be freaking out 
but <laughs> whatever. Right? Uh, Sherry starts taking shots. She was like, all right, fine. I'm going to you know, use that for cover, and I'm going to make a run for it. I got to find this guy. So she runs up. She gets to the RV, because it turns out that that's where it is, right? This person this person's taking shots from an RV, or so we think from the RV. <clears throat> she wraps the, her gun, butt of the gun with a rag, smashes one of the windows. Uh, still, uh, even at that point, scope out the area. Just look around. <clears throat> she sort of she sort of peeks in, but still, like, someone could be in there. But she, yeah. she smashes it, and she's like, just shimmies her way up. She's like, I'm just going in. Whatever. Uh, again, certain little nitpicks. I'm, I'm going to stop with the nitpick because I can go all day with this. Anyway, she gets <laughs> in, She takes a look. She sees there's a bulletin board, and it's a bunch of clippings. And we see what's going on here. right? It's it's Teddy. It's a lot of clippings of Teddy. He was... It, there's a lot of like, oh, he was here. There was it, it was a lot of newspaper clippings. She's trying to figure out what's going on. And then you hear a click in the back. It's a guy with a gun. Boom. This is it. This is a big moment. Right? Mm-hmm. Because this is J.D. Sr. Right? At this point, does he... I don't remember if she said anything. Because no, no, that's not no, because he sees that she has the gun. What happens is he holds her hostage. She says, "Well, wait a minute. I see what you're doing here. We can work together. We're going after the same person." Oh yeah, yeah. So he said he was hunting him, you know. And we'll get later when he starts talking about how long he's been hunting him because I don't think he brought it up here. But he was saying, "Oh yeah, I've been hunting this guy." And and this whole crew, and uh, this is what's going on. And are you part of them? It's like I'm not part of them, but uh, you know what? We're like you just said. It's like oh, we, we can work together on this. And she mentions a certain location because he was like, he's like, well, I know everywhere that they've been, and that's where I'm making the rounds. So I'm just like, well, this is one spot I don't see on your wall, and I know they were there. So he was like, oh well, let's go. I said, well, I have my friends. Yep. Here. I'm not gonna leave. I'm like too bad. You got a gun to your head. You gotta go. So she says, all right. So she's driving. And he's on the road. And uh, we mentioned it before. This is, uh, was it Keith Carradine? I think that was his name. That's it. Let me just double check on that. Yeah, yeah, Keith Carradine. I remembered him instantly from Deadwood. He was Wild Bill when I saw him. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Wild Bill. He's an awesome actor. All right, he, he plays these cowboy roles very well. So uh, he's there and he's just trying to get some info from her. And as they're driving, and she calls her, was it Honey? Or, or do you remember what he called her? It was like sweet something. He, he he gave some. She was like, "Don't call me that." And he did it again anyway. And that's when she starts swerving back and forth. She knocks him down. Yep. <clears throat> they go. They get. Uh, they run off the road because of all the swerving back and forth. She picks up the gun. She's pointing it at him. And then he just starts uh, pointing out some things because when. She, she starts asking questions, and then she asks for his name, and he said, first he said, where did you get that gun? She's like, what do you mean, where did you get my Because he sees on, the, on the, the, the handle of the gun, it says JD. Yep. And uh, it's like, why? Why do you care? It's like, well, that's that's my gun. It's like, that's on JD. And it was like, it was like yep. John, John Doring Jr., uh, Sr., and that's and when, yeah, that's when it's revealed. That is when it's revealed. And so, right off the bat, let's let's start here. Let's let's put a little stop here and get into this discussion because um, this part <laughs> threw me off with a bunch of things because as we know, we talked when we heard John talking about and she, June sort of breaks it up later. But 
I was under the impression just like everyone else, he's dead. The dad is dead. John said he hadn't seen him in like 40 years. That he yeah, ran out yeah. on them. Right? He's gone. Okay, you don't see him. And out of nowhere. Out of nowhere now. Here he is with his RV, with all his clippings, and he's hunting down the same group. Come on now. And and, and you found him. You found the dead. This is crazy. Like, right, it's just... Uh, oh. Yeah. Well, the way, it, the way I look at it is they... They tie up the loose end of when John had told uh, the pastor friend the story about his dad and the investigation that he had that he was involved in that he became obsessed with because he didn't really know if he had really resolved the case. So I I, I think that the fact that he's a part of this storyline now is put in there to tie up that whole thing that John was talking about several episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Um other than that, it's it's like uh, yeah, they just decided they wanted to add another character to the show. Um, but yeah. one one comment I do want to make real fast, because yep. I I, I want to stay on this topic, but I, I want to go back very briefly to when you started this podcast and you was talking about why I didn't really understanding why Morgan was upset. I, I yeah, I I agree with the points that you said, and I also will say the one thing that my one criticism with this episode because really. I didn't have too many issues with this episode, but the one criticism I have is the part where Morgan says, as he's talking to June, is like, yes, this is why I banished you from being a part of the community uh, in the first place. And that is not what happened. Because no. Because you know mm-hmm. that she left on her own after shooting Virginia. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where they came up with that whole thing of where Morgan told her, oh, you got to go now. That's not what happened. That's so, not what happened. That's not what happened. You know, and, and that's another little, bring up another little flashback, because early in, when they did the preview, they showed that the part where John wrote the letter, gave it to Jacob. And so mm-hmm. we also had noticed that from this episode that we see that June has not read that letter. She just had mm-hmm. it in her jacket. And so, uh, yeah, I guess that's going to be the connection with the dad, but still, it just seemed too, too perfect. Convenient? Yeah, too, very convenient. Very convenient. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and we'll get into more when they start talking about, oh, we're going to get to the cabin. I'm like, how far is this cabin? Everything seems so close. Like, everyone is so close. It just, uh, I would have loved to see a map. Pull a Game of Thrones in the intro and just show us all the different kingdoms. Do something. <laughs> uh, because this is too much. Where Sherry's crew, where's... Uh, uh, Victor's crew, you know, Strands, he's in another one. We uh, we know that there's a lot of things going on here, and it just seems like everyone's within some kind of walking distance. It's it's not a big not a big to do. But um anyway, they get into a little discussion about this and uh they sort of straighten it out that they yeah, we're on the same page. All right, I was married to your son. He puts two and two together cuz he said he was a detective. He sees the rings. She has two rings on and all that. Now, the thing that bothered me is like, "Oh, well, uh I've been hunting this guy down for 40 years." 40 mm-hmm. years. Come on now. Are you getting paid? Is the police department paying you? Are you a private investigator? You're living out of an RV 40 years? You know, and he says, oh, yeah, occasionally he would come by and check up on his son, but from a distance, you know, and see that he was it at some point when he was 12, he came by and he saw him eating some some ice cream or something like that. And he seemed happy and content. I'm like, come on. Mm-hmm. This is this is 
this is overboard now. 40 years, that's ridiculous. Like, I could understand if uh, it's a dangerous life, especially uh, being a, a cop and a detective and you bring certain things home or some people may follow you. I get that. I understand that. But 40 years is a long time to give up your family. Mm-hmm. And then he talks about this guy. He talks about Teddy and that Teddy was a mortician. And he was crazy. And he that's his M.O., which was embalming these walkers. That's his thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's how he knows that it's him that's doing all this and that he's behind uh, this end is the beginning because that was something that he was rambling off because what was it? He put him in jail and that was the other thing. He was like, yeah, I put him in jail and then when all hell broke loose with the apocalypse and all that stuff, I wanted to check if he was still there and the cell door was open. So he just walked into the prison because I'm assuming he's in a supermax prison, right? He's not in a jail. So you just walked in and, and no one else was there and you just checked in the door. I, I don't know. Again, these are little things that I think in my head that sort of bothered me with some of these storylines but whatever i look past that i was like all right fine you went you checked he's not there okay so now he's like yeah he's very dangerous so we have to stop him because the he he knows how to to brainwash people so he's gonna get he's gonna build this this cult up and he's gonna do some horrible things but right off the bat uh rich 40 years like that was eye rolling, <laughs> at least for me. I was like, "Come on now, for you." Because even Junior so, was like, "I thought he, he, John said his dad was dead." He thought, "Oh yeah, he thought I was dead." Forty years. Come, on. what did you think? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a long time to be searching for somebody. My my guess is that he obviously he had to go rogue. I don't believe he's still working. You know, still an officer. I mean, I, I think this is all his own operation at this point. Because uh, maybe he got so obsessed that he wanted to pursue this on his own, but yeah, that's a long time. And and what I you know I understand uh, them introducing a, a cult on this show. I mean, we we talked about that a couple episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm it's, thrilled. It's, it's, I'm thrilled. It, I'm thrilled. It, yeah, it's I mean it's a great direction to take the show in in terms of the enemies. But I feel like now that I know that this has been going on for 40 years, it would have been better if we found out about this cult a long time ago. And then you're finally getting answers. Or even if they teased it ever so slightly in the previous seasons, Mm -hmm. then this was the season where you finally get a point. Because my my thought is, if this has been going on for a while, I mean, it's kind of crazy that they're just now finding out about it when... It has been going on for a while. So I felt that obviously this was an idea that they came up with for this season specifically, but it would have been better if this was something that they thought about ahead of time and we got bits and pieces of this coming before it actually happened. I mean, the only thing we can do as viewers is just fill in the blanks and we can fill in the blanks and just say, this is it. J.D. broke out of jail. Uh, He found a, a community. He brainwashed his community. To, to do the hold, to, to turn into his group, uh, the holding, and, and to adopt his slogan that the end is the beginning and all that, and that they need to start <laughs> it over. And that's where we are now. And that now yeah. that he has a large group, it was like, all right, so now what do we do? Well, now we're going to do the cleansing. Now we got to go above ground and start killing everybody. Now that we established our underground base and our food supply, remember how they were making their food? And it's like, well, now we can go and kill everybody and, and we can just move on and restart society. So that's that's us filling in the blanks. That's the way I, I'm so, perceiving that's the timeline of how this is happening. 
So it, it, b- b- 40 years, that means this happened before the ap- apocalypse, before the zombie stuff. So this was going on well before all of that happened. Yeah, yeah. and and But that's the other part that I don't understand because he said he's been out for 40 years. But then, like I just mentioned, when he tells June that when everything, when uh, the shit hit the fan, he went to the prison to go make sure he was locked up and saw that the, the cell was open. Well, who are you hunting 40 years if you know the guy is already in jail? <laughs> what are you doing? If you put the dude away, then go find your son. Yeah, yeah. You know, so whatever. But then she she realizes uh, at, during the and this is funny the funny part. So like, during this whole zigzagging within the RV, somehow her jacket went out the window, <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. that was it. And I understand it was on the ledge, but still, it's just it's she lost it, and she's like, I need to get it. It's like why? There's something in there. You know, because like, I could give you a jacket. No, no, don't worry about it. So there's that part. And then she says, well, I also need to go to a cabin. I was like, what do you mean, a cabin? He was like, yeah, the cabin. You know, John's cabin. And she says that she needs to go get, uh, speak with someone. It's Hill. Now, Hill, it's weird the way she brings it, him up because she brings it up as if we're all supposed to remember him. And yeah. I'm sure a, a large majority of the listeners here will be like, Hill? What the, who the hell? Is well, Hill was the other one that was with Virginia a few episodes back when they she, when June was rolling uh, John into the grave. I remember there was a gun and she went to take it. And I thought that was the gun that she had with her because we see it later. But apparently it's not because they came in a set and that's the gun. They were like, no, no, hand it over. And she yep. hands it over, and Hill takes that gun. So she wants the other one, the other gun. Because even JD says, yeah, well, those two came in a pair. They were in a family. She's like, yeah, I need to get that gun back. I don't know why, but I just need it. You know, it's not right that he has it. And I know where he is. He's at John's cabin. Why is he still there? Like, I, I mean, <laughs> you just killed. Virginia's dead. We still don't know how much time has passed, but a good amount of time has passed. Right, at least yeah. a few weeks. Well, passed. hey, it, it, my only guess is that well, now this now he has some some freedom because he doesn't have to report to Virginia. He's on his own, so that's why he just stayed there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so he, JD tells him this whole thing of why he didn't want to go back to the cabin. Bad memories with the, the son, you know, doing that whole thing. It's like, well, listen, we got to do this. This is what I need to do. And she was, he was like, all right, fine, so let's go. So before we go further, it says now we can go into the second story that's going on here. And that, that is with Dwight and Sherry. Because uh, they're going to connect. These two are finally, the story's going to connect. So mm-hmm. after we saw that whole thing with June, um, Sherry uh, was like, all right, get on. she gets on her horse. Dwight gets on his horse. And they go chasing after this RV. And uh, eventually one of the horses gives out. She has to put the horse down. They start having conversations about this whole thing. It's like, what is going on? What is really happening here? And she tells him. And this is where I was like, no, there's no way they're going to do this. There's no way. It, this <laughs> makes no sense what she said. She's like, well, the what's going on is uh, I'm going to be leaving soon. You know, I just need to clear this up, but I'm leaving. I'm going to go get Negan. I got to go pull bullet in his head. I'm going to kill Negan. He, he destroyed everything in my life, and, and I'm going to go take it. It's like... First of all, wait, wait, stop this. Stop right here. Because uh, your husband's right here in front of you. He's he yeah. made it out. You're nowhere near Negan. You guys just killed off Virginia and that whole thing. This is peaceful times right now. Yeah, you got the, the end is the beginning. That's another issue. But, hey, you found your husband. Well, yeah. Well, I I think that uh, 
she wanted to kill uh, Virginia. And she didn't get that opportunity because she June wants to shot. kill everybody. Yeah, she wants to kill somebody. She's pissed. So, so now she wants uh, to, you know, get mm-hmm. that revenge on Negan. And I think we already know that Negan is going to have his hands full with Maggie <laughs> next season. Well, so, and, but not only that, when she she was saying all the stuff, like, yeah, look at everything he did, stuff. And uh, I was waiting for Dwight to be like, uh, a lot's changed. Uh, the man is not who he used to be. He's got some pull right now. And uh, you're going to have a, a difficult time with that. But uh, no, he doesn't say. He just says, yeah, everybody's changed. He said, I, I yeah. changed. I'm not the same person. Because remember, he was a douche. He was a douche. Remember what he did to a, a boy, Daryl? You know? He, yep. He, he wasn't a, a nice guy. So, yeah, some bad things had happened to him, but he was also one of the, the right-hand guys for, um, well, he was like the third in line for Negan's crew. So, he's like, yeah, we gotta let things go. Let's just move on. And she's like, no, I can't. You can do that. I see you did it. You pulled it off, but I can't do it. And so, I was like, all right, whatever. So, he's like, well, we're not gonna, we're gonna go after June, but we're not gonna run my horse into the ground and, and have to put it down. So, we're just gonna take our time and we'll catch up when we do. So they get on the horse and poof, off they go. So they will jump a little further with them because we always jumping back and forth. But the next part of their segment is they, they, they get to the cabin because they're like, well, they would have to get toward because they find on the road, they found they find a jacket, June's jacket. It's like stuck on a branch. Yeah. So they're like, oh, this is, this is June's. So we'll take this too. Why not? All right. So they're like, well, if anything, we're on the path for toward uh, the cabin. So let's just go to the cabin. So they, they get over toward the cabin and they see the pickup truck. That was the same pickup truck that uh, John was talking about that uh, his dad had, had given him. Mm-hmm. You know, and started talking about, oh, remember the memories of um, when we were young and going down memory lane of just, uh, what was it? They got stuck in a ditch and they said, oh, we had some beer. So we just sat in the, in the back bed there and just hung out and drank and passed out under the stars. Just memory lane, just talking about good times. All right. So anyway, there on that part, I don't. Again, I would love to see the map layout of this cabin because how were they there and they did not hear when June and JD show up to the cabin, <laughs> right? Because then they show up and start looking around and he's injured. So she's like, oh, "I'm going to take care of you." And we have some su- supplies here. And he recognizes some of the things here. And he's like, "Oh, the movies. Yeah, what's a movie bullet or some love watching John?" And she keep, he just keeps talking about John. And June really doesn't want to hear that. She she's clearly getting upset because it just brings back more memories. Because that was going to be their home, that cabin. And uh, so she bandages him up and stuff and. Then, uh, he, if I remember right, he goes walking around the cabin, right? Because they're looking for this hill guy. That's the other thing. She knows he's here, but I guess she doesn't think he's a threat because it's you would think he would have she would have her gun out and JD would have a gun out, but that's not the case. You know, they're just walking around, and so JD. This is the other little gripe I had is that when JD is walking around the cabin, he finds that one room that June had talked about. She set up with all the medical supplies when she was hoping to fix up John when she knew John was injured before she saw that uh, it's too late. He was a walker. So, again, we don't know time, but it must have been weeks because of what we've seen throughout the other episodes. Time has passed. Remember they when, <laughs> when everybody came back after the whole Virginia dying? Hey, all right. So what are we going to do next when they had that little powwow with the groups? But anyway, in this room, we see it as if everything just happened yesterday. 
All the medical supplies are still on the table. Everything is all set like we're in a museum. Like, whoa, what is going on? You know, and uh, if I'm, all right, so you could jump in here because I'm trying to remember all this in my notes. I think I missed this part, but that's when uh, the guy comes out, Hill comes out and attacks JD. Right? Whoa, 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 whoa. hold on. See, let's let's back. We we, got to backtrack a second Mm -hmm. because you recall as. JD and uh, June made their way. You know, he actually locked her in a room. Ah, uh, yes, that's to, right. To, 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 to keep her behind because he wanted to protect her. That's and that's, that's the whole thing about how you know to, to justify why he left uh, his son behind all those years for protection. So that's I guess that's right. what the connection was. Right. Yeah. He put her in. He was like, "Oh yeah, there's some stuff in that other room." And she goes in, and yeah, he locks her into that in that room. Uh, well, they did a for a guy who says he was a detective and investigator. Did a bad job of uh, scoping out this area, securing the perimeter, <laughs> because yeah, you, you should check all the rooms before you start locking away, you know, your, your partner in one of the rooms. Because obviously, we got this dude that comes out. He attacks him. They start fighting on the ground. He drops the gun because he he had his gun. He drops it, and uh, they go stumbling outside. And at this point is when he gets up, JD gets up and he, he just looks down and he realizes, whoa, that's, that's uh, his son's grave. He's standing over his son's grave. And then he mm-hmm. gets, he gets shot from behind and he drops. And I was like, oh, this is it. This is how he dies. He dies on top of his son's grave. And so he's about to pull the trigger. This is Hill about to kill him right there. Cause he was like, oh, that was a, the funny line when they were fighting it out. Uh, when he was like, oh, this is uh, my cabin now, old man. And he's, you know, the, the last guy died or something. He said, he's, it's, what is it, he left or is it no longer occupied? Something to that effect. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, you know, this is my son's cabin. And he started brawling it out. Yeah, so I was like, well, I guess it is your cabin. But if it's your cabin, why didn't you clean up the table that had all the medical stuff? Like, who does that? You know, just put that all, <laughs> you just leave it out in the open uh there is no the doors aren't locked up or anything i would i don't know if if i'm taking over a cabin and especially during this time and the craziness that's going on i'm gonna do everything i can to secure it and he doesn't really do that but whatever so he's about to pull the trigger and just take uh, john doring's life and then he gets shot right right in the head boom he drops he's done and we see that it's june June is there, and she has her gun, so she got out. But I, I'm assuming, because at the same time, we see Dwight and Sherry show up. I'm assuming that they found her, and yeah. they they heard the banging on the door. They they freed her, and then she went running. This is not a large cabin, because when we see from another angle for the next scene during the, the funeral that they were sort of having, uh, it's not a big cabin, so I just, I don't know. It, with all this going on, I would think there's a lot of noise and commotion. Is all I'm saying. You know, whatever. So uh, they get to this point where they start talking about what's going on, what their plans are, and he wish he had closure to something to that effect. And because she she was like, well, we can do this now. And she takes that letter out and they sort of have a little funeral. We got Dwight, Sherry, JD, Senior, and June. And she starts reading the letter. The letter, I feel has too much reference there's too many references to the dad there's no way he would have mentioned the dad so many times 
in a letter to June when he was about to do what he was going to do. Come yeah. on now. Yeah, your dad left when you were a kid, and you're going to start bringing up saying, oh, I forgive my dad. Come on now. No, you don't. You, wait, wait, so you, you, you wasn't uh, emotionally moved by that, uh, oh, I, I that was, letter? I was, I, there were some moving parts. I'm not going to lie. There was some of it that was like getting a little, you know, misty dodged right there. I was like, oh man, this is sad. This is because yeah. it's, it's a whole thing with the, the character and what their future plans and knowing everything that uh, he's been through and what she's been through. And uh, yeah, there were some parts, but it was just all the, the references to the dad. And yeah. clearly that was all added because they have the, the dad now part of the show. And they're like, all right, we got to get him involved somehow. He has to connect to this in some way. Yeah, I guess they they wanted him to have closure also with the fact that he left because that that what he did admit to her before they they read that letter, you know, yeah, that he left because yeah, just just wanted to wanted to protect them and didn't want to get it didn't want anybody to get in harm's way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, but there's plenty of ways to go about doing this. You just pick up your family and move, go to another yeah. state, just start anew. But whatever. This is for the story. This is how they're going with it. So, uh, the it was all right. It, it was good. They got to. Get, this is. I'm assuming this is the last we're going to hear of any of this stuff. Now, that's it. I'm. I don't think we're ever going to go back to this cabin. I think this is it. Oh no. I. I mean. I just like that uh, producer said in the uh, recap. This episode really was dedicated to John. Because mm-hmm. uh, like when the character died, there wasn't like any like. We didn't really have a moment to process that because it happens so quickly. It was such a shock. Uh, so this really was, I think this episode was meant to honor his memory. Um, that's why they had the, brought the father back and then the letter is read and they have the funeral and stuff like that. That's Because I know a lot of fans probably was not happy that uh, this guy left the show. So uh, Yeah, and then that's why I was surprised with the whole thing of bringing the dad in. And, oh, he's also a dead shot. You know, he's also <laughs> So I was like, oh, well, we got rid of uh, one JD, but, hey, we're going to give you JD dad. Like, was it that the, this actor, who was an amazing actor, was available? And I was like, damn, how can we bring him in? Well, we only have so much money in payroll, and uh, it would be kind of redundant to have two JDs. You know, what, what do we do? Ah, let's kill the other one off. Let's go down this road. Uh, I I mean, I I think the father-son dynamic could have been interesting to see. It definitely could have been interesting. It would have made more sense with just... uh, They could have tied all kinds of things together where it's like, oh, listen, uh, he didn't even know his son was a cop. That was one of the other things. He had no clue. So it's like, man, so you only visit him once when he was 12? And then that was it? You never decided to go back, never decided to look him up and say, hey, how's my boy doing? Is he okay? And, yeah. you know, oh, she, because she, she had to tell him, I was like, oh, yeah, he was a dead shot. He worked at that little carnival on the side, remember, doing all the sharpshooting and stuff like that. And uh, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, and he followed in your footsteps as a cop. I, I don't know, whatever. But you know what? That was fine. And there's another end piece for it. But for me, the golden nugget of this episode is what I bitched about before. And now it's resolved. Uh-oh. It's resolved. Sherry snaps out of it, wakes up and says, yeah, you're right. Let's start anew. Because he said, do I was like, you know what? We're here now. You want to go and run back there and do that? Fine. If you think that's going to make you feel better. But hey, we're here now. We can start anew. We can start over. Do you want to start over? And she nods her head. Yes. But uh, there we go. 
No more of her running off with the creepy guys with the masks. She doesn't even bring them up anymore. She don't even care. Oh. You know, we still don't really know. Was she a leader of the group or was she with the Who knows? Yeah, Rich. You know, I I do agree with you that it's great that we finally got to some resolution. Although, I don't think that that's over quite yet. Oh, no. One of them uh, is going to die. <laughs> Come on. This is this walking like, dead. One of them is going to yeah. die. We're getting that happy moment because somebody's going to die. You know, but yeah. I'm just glad because this makes more sense. Because especially with the journey that he's had, you can't have it where he does this whole journey across the U.S. just to find his wife for her to say, I'm too busy for you now. No. So at least now they're going to get some time. So who knows? Maybe a few episodes. But one of them has got to go. One of them. Yeah. So. Yep. So either. So either. What, what, yeah. So like you said, either maybe one of them does die or. It, it, it's going to create conflict with the group that Sherry was involved in, because at least from what I saw in the previous episodes, she seems like a pretty important member of that group. So if they know that now she's out, I don't know if they're going to be too happy about that, because the episode we got uh, where about Daniel, we saw there's a lot of tension of people not trusting each other. Mm-hmm. And that, and I think that they had that episode for a reason because they want you to remember later when there is tension, th- these are the things that led up to that. So we'll have mm-hmm. to see how they react. If she truly is done with that group, how that's going to impact uh, that relationship moving forward. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and as I said in the beginning, we talk about spoilers and we're going to spoil something that happened in the comics with Sherry because Sherry, Sherry <laughs> does make it pretty much toward the end. And she was oh. part of a, a remaining crew of, the, of former I Am Negans. And uh, she has a meeting with Rick. And it doesn't go well. And she attacks Rick. She wants to kill Rick. And Rick puts her down. And he kills her. And Dwight oh, works for Rick. So he comes running in. He's like, what the hell? It's like, I'm sorry. She attacked me. He could not believe it. Now, sort of like what we see in the show, she was doing her own thing already. She She had no time for Dwight. She had moved on from that and he had moved on as well he was part of alexandria he's doing his own thing but uh he was very shocked to see that rick had just killed his wife well estranged <laughs> wife whatever you want to call it because they weren't together but still he was he was freaked out by it. he could not believe it so yeah. she it, it's crazy that she made that far and then that's how she died and even the remaining of her crew were like what the hell she's our leader and you just killed her and, and it was supposed to be a meeting and he's like yeah but she she took out a gun she wanted to kill me this, it was self-defense, and in the comic, he at this point he's all beat up. He has trouble walking. He's missing a hand. It's it's he, he's pretty banged up. But yeah. So anyway, she anyway the point is that she does die in there. So I could see her going in some fashion here. But it Uh-oh. I don't I, well as we know, Rick is not part of uh, Walking Dead the show itself. So it wasn't like oh she's gonna leave go back to Walking Dead proper and and play a major role in that series. You know, and so, and because I mean, they could have done that if Rick was still around, if he was not off to preparing for the movie, they could go down that yeah. road. And then later on, Dwight shows up, was like, "Oh yeah, she said she was gonna go kill Negan," and then Rick's like, "Well, I'm sorry, but uh, I had to put her down." Whoa, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, "What?" You know, or maybe Daryl or whatever. You know, and then uh, whatever, I'm, I'm drifting there, but uh, yeah, so. It's it's good though. At least I'm assuming we're gonna get a few episodes, or maybe before the the season finale, the series, uh, yeah, the season finale. We'll see what happens, but I'm assuming one of them is going to, uh, yeah, 
going to kick the bucket. So the last scene for this episode is we see the the crew re- reunite with Morgan. We see the June and JD and they're there with Morgan. It's like, hey, I want to introduce somebody. This is John's uh, dad. It's like, oh, wow. He's like, oh, it's an honor to meet you, that old thing. It's like, your son was great. And and then Morgan apologizes to June. He's like, you know what? I'm sorry. She could definitely use someone to talk to. You know, Can you help out with that? He's like, yeah, yeah, I can do that. You know, and uh, there we go. That was it. You know, but we have to, we didn't, we don't really talk about these, but we should. Man, the preview for the next episode. Yep. The mm-hmm. preview, the title is Mother. And it's, <laughs> it shows Alicia there, and we see Teddy saying, Oh, I need to see you're going to be loyal or something to that effect, but I need to trust you. And she was like, Is this really you? We hear that. So, of course, we're all going to assume it's Madison. This is it. Yeah. Mom is back. Is she back in the show? But as we, we, we sort of jumped ahead, we looked on IMDb because they have the, the full cast and info for that episode, episode 14. We don't see her listed. Now, that they could have kept her off, whatever. But they usually don't do that. It's, they're usually all listed. And we do see Virginia listed again. So... In Virginia, but I doubt that because we saw her take a bullet to the head. No, no, I, I, I think that they purposely uh, left that information off because I do know that in the past, uh, like I know when uh, we when we we were covering the Power TV show and there was a major character that died, that you 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 know you were able to try and guess because they had like a like I think they had about six episodes where they was talking, showing what happened on that same day from a different character's point of view. So we were trying to see which character was it. So we would try to look ahead on IMBD to figure out whoever is in this episode must be the one who killed them. And that's not, and that ended up getting changed at the last minute. So they they could very easily omit the name Mm -hmm. and then add it uh, next week. My only issue with it is that why even have it listed early then? You know what I mean? You could have just had yeah. it as, they could have just left it at thirteen. Like I just go on there just to make yeah, sure I get that, all the true. names for the, the the actors and the characters for this episode, and then I saw fourteen was listed, and I was taken back. I was like, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, this we just got thirteen, and now you got fourteen here, and with that title and from what we saw in the preview, I'm like, this is this is a big deal. I had to look, I had to see it. I mean, who knows? Maybe she. I'm thinking it, it could be a flashback. They could do something where she gets drugged, and she starts hallucinating. You know, cults do that. Cults take all kinds of hallucinations, and that's how they do the brainwashing. We saw that with uh, Manson's crew. You know, you got everybody all drugged up, and so who knows? That's true. So maybe but if I- she starts uh, hallucinating and she sees her mom, and she wonders if that's her. But that's good. That that that's that that's very possible. Yeah, I think it's but I will say this images. though. Yep. Go. I will say this though. Uh, looking ahead to those other episodes. I like what they're doing because the last episode of the season is titled The Beginning. <laughs> mm. So, yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah. No, I'm I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. <laughs> uh, this episode uh, it had its quirks here and there, but it it, it progressed the storyline. The the story, the overall uh, arch story has been progressing here, and and that's what I like. I don't like when we get these side stories or backstories that just drift off into nowhere land, you know, and and go nowhere. And it was it was pointless, 
you know, this all made sense. We got uh, Sherry and Dwight back together. We have June back with the group. It, now, eventually she has to go back to wherever her community was because she says she left Sarah in charge of putting together the hospital. I don't know why. And again, that's what I'm saying with the amount of time that's passed. At what point did, did uh, Sarah become qualified to run a hospital? it's that that's the thing that bothers me with all this we don't know how much time has passed but then when you look at the cabin and see everything was still propped up as if it was just yesterday uh, it's it's those things little things throw throw little time stamps or throw throw little dates or something in the corner just for us so that way we could know and then we could keep track in that way who knows? It could have been months that passed. I don't. We we know that uh, Grace was pregnant, but we don't know at what month she was in. Was she seven months in? Eight months in? I don't know. But we That's know the that, question. Yeah, but we know she's alive and she's dealing with some some issues. Yeah, novice reasons because you know the, the, her baby's dead. So uh, that was it. That's the rundown. That's what went down in uh, season six, episode thirteen of uh, well, Fear the Walking Dead, JD. It was all right. I'm looking forward to the next one. The next one, hopefully it delivers. Come on now. With the, the title yeah. Mother, with the preview. They know what they're getting at. And they know people are going to tune in to find out if uh, Madison is back. If this is where they're going. Who knows? I don't know. I hope so. I hope it isn't a red herring. And it's like, oh, no. It's a weird flashback happened. She's on drugs. They put some, She's on meth or whatever. They gave her some shit or mushrooms and... And now she's just hallucinating and she sees a walker, but the walker looks like her mom or something, you know? So, whatever. All right, people. Thanks again for listening or watching and just, you know, joining us on this. It's just fun. Come on now. It's just fun. It's it's Walking Dead. Why not? We love it. All right. So, we will be back next week. So, have a good uh, weekend, everybody. Peace. Peace.